Well, hello everybody. This is your host, Cameron, and I am back with another episode installment of LGBT Adventures. It's nice to be back. Um, it has been a while. Since I have gotten on here and talked to all y'all. So I do apologize about the long wait for another podcast episode. I have been fairly busy and going through some things. So I hope that you all understand and can, you know, agree that It's about damn time for another fucking episode. Alright, so today... It's gonna be a juicy, funny, crazy episode. Because we're gonna get into straight men and their same-sex hookup experiences. So I got these from multiple websites. BuzzFeed, Men's Variety... Weirty, so feel free to go over on their websites and look at these crazy fucking stories. But we're going to go ahead and get into some of these and, you know, give our opinion on them or, you know, <laughs> recap or, you know, re- you know, just, you know, give a little commentary, if you may, on... These college, not college, sorry, same-sex stories, okay? From quote-unquote straight men, supposedly. (laughs) Let's get into it, honey. All right. So, first off, we have a college dorm threesome. And just by the title of this story, I already know it's going to be juicy. It's going to be juicy. Let's get into it. On a super cold weekend during my second year in college, I was stuck alone in my dorm because my roommate was away. Two guys I knew on another floor asked if I wanted to play poker. I decided to head over. An hour into it, one of them busted out a one-hitter of 420. Don't ask me how, but at some point we all ended up making out. The next thing I knew, we were blowing each other. I don't consider that gay, just guy fun. (laughs) I'm sorry? No, see, no. Guy fun, I'm sure most guys don't consider blowing each other's dicks as guy fun. Guy fun, I guess, means shooting guns together, you know. Going out for drinks, you know, playing football, you know, masculine things that quote-unquote heterosexual men do for fun with each other. I guarantee you that blowing each other's dicks does not fall under the criteria of guy fun. (laughs) Just going to go ahead and, you know, bluntly put it out there for you. Just in case you were, you know, wondering... Should be quite obvious, though. But, you know, hey, 
At least you know you got to blow a dick. I mean, that's one thing I would love to do if I was in college. If I was in college, I would love to just like give, like, I would like gather around 40 men that are quote unquote straight. Maybe even a football team. Shit, I'd suck a football team. I'd suck a whole fucking soccer team, tennis. Well, yeah, not many people are interested in tennis, so there might not be 40 players. But I would probably get, you know, a big group of men, maybe 40. I would want more, but 40 would be fine. I just want to go around the circle, you know, make them form in a circle, go around the circle, and just blow every single one of them off. That sounds like, I mean, if that, even, if that don't sound like paradise to you, honey, I don't know what is going to be paradise for you. Because, I mean, just imagining it just, you know, makes my mouth water. And my pussy's quenching. So, uh, I'm, I'm ready for it. If I ever go to college, which I don't think I will because I'm a fuck up. But if I ever go to college, I'm for sure going to be doing that. And I will not leave that college campus until... I do that. Any fucking way, we're going to go ahead and get into a, another story. Because that one was kind of all over the place. Because how do y'all go over to play poker and then somebody fucking lights a blunt. And then after that, it's all foggy until you realize that you're, you know, making out with somebody and you're blowing somebody's dick. Like, huh? That's... <laughs> That's a drastic turn of events, honey. Real intimate. We love to hear it, though. Blow some dick, you know? I'm here for it. Anyway, so the second story that we have is camping trip experimentation. Hmm. When I was 21, I was invited by a good friend to go camping in the woods of northern Wisconsin. At that time in my life, I was feeling confused, confused, excuse me, was feeling confused about my life's direction. My buddy was a few years older, 26, and someone I looked up to. He had a girlfriend at that time and has since married her. To be completely honest, I'd always found him attractive. Maybe it's because he was so athletic and channeled the whole jock thing. At any rate, on the second night of our trip, we started a small campfire and began swapping stories. One thing led to another and the topic of sex came up. Things got charged quickly and I could see he was getting erect through his camouflage pants. Once we got into the tent to go to bed, things happened almost spontaneously. He began touching himself and I started doing the same. Eventually, his hand ended up around my dick. From that point, things escalated until we were both doing 69. We agreed to warn one another just before releasing. The next morning, we looked at each other and laughed. We also had a great day of canoeing, but that would be the last time we did we ever did anything physical. I think that both of us just wanted to get it out of our systems. <laughs> Quite literally, bitch. You know, I'm all for, you know, people experimenting with their sexuality, you know, and doing as they fucking please. I'm 100% here for it. 
But my God, it is so tiring when these men just, you know, hook up with you one time or do something sexual with a guy one time and just, like, leave them. Like, I guess they're, I guess these people, these men, these two men are still friends. So it's not necessarily, you know, him leaving him after a hookup. But it's just like, ugh. Like, damn, we can't even be in a relationship. I just had to fucking jerk your tent off in the tent in the middle of the woods and then we're going back to being best bros. Like, huh? No, you will remember that you jacked my dick off and I jacked your dick off. You're going to remember that, bitch. You're going to fucking remember that. You know how you're going to remember that? Because we did it in a fucking tent. Not everybody gets their dicks jacked off in a fucking tent. Okay? <laughs> anyway, but, child, at the beginning of that story, I was starting to get... I was starting to get a little turned on because the build-up to it is just like... Okay. I see where this is going. As soon as he said that, you know, his friend was getting erect in his camouflage pants, honey, yeah, my, my bussy started leaking because that just sounds so hot. And it's probably because I'm sex deprived, but no, maybe that may be just me being thirsty. Probably the later, uh, the later option. But yeah, that sounds like a good fucking time, you know, hooking up in the damn woods, you know, in a tent. Ooh. Mmm. Mmm. Yes, we love to hear it. That is from Mike. He is 39 years of age, and he is identifying as heterosexual. Oh, this next one. Oh, this next one sounds... Sounds so fucking juicy. Just based off the title, honey, y'all are going to enjoy this one. Let's fucking get into it. So the title of this one is Building Security Hookup. Alright, it says, I used to be a security guard for an office tower. It was a part-time job. I worked during college to help make ends meet. After being there a while, I got to know the folks working in the building well. All right, make you some friends, honey. We love to hear it. We love to hear it. I would not be no security guard. <laughs> I promise you, I am not going to secure shit. I will let you get away with whatever you're trying to steal, whatever you're trying to rob, whatever you're trying to, you know, get away with besides killing me. You can have it all. My life's not worth it. This job is not worth it. I don't get paid enough. The story continues with, late on a Friday night, a guy that I was friendly with, maybe mid-40s, Asked if I wanted to make some extra cash. That is how they get you, honey. You want to make some extra cash? Shake some ass. Come to my car. Shake some ass. We're going to fuck tonight. Okay. Asked if I wanted to make some extra cash. When I asked him to tell me more, he said he'd tell me later through text and ask for my number. Oh, yeah. He's trying to, he's trying to get up in that booty hole, honey. Let's be for real. Or he might want you to get in his. I don't know what positions we playing around. In this story. The next day he messaged me and told me he thought I was attractive. He offered to pay me $150 to blow me. Oh, so this man. <laughs> I'm surprised that he just didn't tell him that in person. I mean, granted, that could make somebody very uncomfortable and vulnerable. You know, just going up to somebody that you don't know while they're at work and telling them that you want 
to blow them for $150. <laughs> I mean, that price, though, honey, he's paying you that much? I would pull these damn shorts down so damn fast. Yeah, my dick is coming out, honey, because I'm not... I'm not playing with no fucking money. $150 for maybe about 10 minutes if the head's good. Yeah, uh, I'm down for it. I'm down. The guy didn't even beat around the bush with it. I'll give him that. Well, if you... I guess you could say he wasn't beating around the bush. Because I was super broke and needed the money badly, I was down to fuck. I thought he was just trying to give you a blowjob. Okay, maybe y'all are down to fuck. Maybe he's down to fuck. Okay. The deal was simple. We'd meet at his place on the weekend. I'd come in, pull down my Levi's, and let him do me. Oh, so y'all are doing like glory hole type shit. Is that what we're doing? Okay. I'm, I'm with it. And that's exactly what happened. It was the easiest money I ever made. In my mind, I just pretended it was a girl. Sorry, it was my girlfriend doing her thing. Oh, I hope I don't have a girlfriend. I just pretended it was my girlfriend doing her thing. It only happened once, even though he wanted to do it again. Not that I was against it. I just wasn't comfortable making it a regular thing, you know? Miguel, who was 37 and heterosexual, posted this story. So I just realized that this guy is somebody he was friendly with. So I, I guess these people... Are trying to, you know, give some fucking head up in this damn security building. We love to hear it. I'm, I'm with it. Make you some money. Come on. I'd make it a regular thing if you're trying to pay every time. You better cough that dick up. Mm-mm. Number four. I can already tell this one's going to be kind of funny. Kind of juicy. Because the title is Curious Buds. And don't we love some curious men? We love to fulfill their curiosity, don't we? Alright, that sounds weird. Anyway, this says, When I was in high school, I was a wide receiver for our team. One of my best buds was the quarterback. We used to hang out sometimes on a weekend and talk about the chicks we thought were hot. Normal heterosexual activities. Somehow the conversation turned to which girl gave the best blowjob. Well, hold on. Hold the fuck up. These stories, I'm sorry, these stories skip so fucking much. Because, how do y'all go from talking about what chicks y'all thought were hot to which girl gave the best blowjob? Do y'all skip personalities? My god. Just right to blowjobs. Alright. He had a list of names and so did I. It's weird because then the conversation turned to technique. Alright, this is starting to get to the queer stage of conversation. Maybe it's just a mutual attraction thing, but before I knew it, we were going down on each other in his parents' basement. I can still remember him saying, I teach them to use their hands with their mouth like this. We took turns going back and forth until both of us unloaded. I didn't know the exact number, but I'm sure we did hook up 
at least five times. Now, years later, we're both married with kids. Tommy, 26, and heterosexual. Alright, so... Couple things I want to say. I'm glad that y'all were able to fulfill each other's needs, sexual needs. And, you know, I'm glad that y'all got to have that intimate moment. Um, I love the fact that he is teaching this man how to give good head. Like, we love a good, you know... A good te a good teacher, a good professor of head game. We love to fucking hear it. We love to hear it. But I feel like this is not his first time sucking a dick because yes, he might be comparing it to how he tells girls to give him head, but still. The way he just skipped right to it, my god. I hope the parents don't walk in on y'all if y'all did it any other times because he said they hooked up at least five times so i hope the parents didn't walk in on you know you getting your sick up you getting your dick sucked by their son <laughs> that'd be very awkward very awkward but i would just keep sucking no i'm just kidding anyway so we're gonna go to a different side and read some of these other ones all right honey because those skip a lot we're gonna go ahead and go ahead and um get some more stories going okay so where i'm getting these story this story from is gayety.co so g-a-y-e-t-y dot c-o okay Okay, what the hell does that mean? Okay. This one is called On the Way to Arizona by Snatch Your Wigs. Okay, we love the name. We love the name. We love to hear it. This girl will snatch your wig. So make sure your wig is secured. It is glued on. You know, at this point, just staple the fucking wig to your head. Come on. Be more, you know, secure in your wig installment. Come on. Anyway, the story reads, my ex-husband and I were driving home, sorry, we're driving from Phoenix to Los Angeles and we're on that part of I-10 in western Arizona where the towns are all really far apart. He pulls off at one of those exits that are marked no services, so I think he's just going to take a leak at the side of the road. But instead, he drives for a little while, then turns off down this random dirt road. I sit up at this point and ask, where are we going? He just grins at me. Maybe two minutes later, we stop. He gets out, comes around, and taps on my door. When I open it, he motions for me to get out, so I do. Then he drops to his knees and starts undoing my jeans. I hesitated and tried to stop him for a few seconds. Then looked around and realized we were in the middle of nowhere, so I let him pull my jeans down. He proceeds to start blowing me. After he gets me nice and hard, he stands up, goes to the hood of the car, drops his shorts, and bends over. I fucked him against the side of the car until we both came, then we got back in the car and were on our way. 
we grew apart and ended up being really mean to each other by the end of our 14 years. But damn, we always had a really hot sex. Oh, well, I'm so sorry that y'all grew apart. That's sad. But I love that you were able to have 14 years of really hot sex. That sounds like fucking heaven. I mean, I'm glad there was nobody around. I mean, I love that y'all are just fucking, you know, in the middle of a fucking desert, it sounds like. This random dirt road. Y'all just pull off to the side, you know, put that fucking car in park and drop them fucking pants, bitch. Because you about to get your dick sucked in the side of this damn road, bitch. We love to hear it. We do love to hear it. Yes. I hope you find somebody else that is able to give you that feeling that you had when you were with him. Alright, so we are going to this one. This one sounds just chaotic already. This says, the wedding date. I was at a wedding in a foreign country. It was in a rambling old house with a rambling garden. I met an older German guy who was friendly and went, and we went on a walk around the estate. The next thing I knew, we were kissing beside a field. Then he was banging me. I was tugging on his D, but I didn't want to suck it. When all of a sudden a bunch of people from the wedding party started screaming out our names thinking we were lost. Weird and annoying. So we returned to the kind of boring wedding and everyone snickered and wondered what happened. Wait, so he was banging you or blowing you? Because they have the word on here. They have half of the word like just marked out. Like you can't see what it's supposed to say. So I just like paraphrasing, try to guesstimate, you know, what it's going to say. So I guess that he was actually, that guy was actually getting blown by the older German guy. You know, this sounds all over the place. This story sounds all over the place. If you didn't want to suck it, why were you kissing him behind a field? beside a field you're supposed to be there at the wedding party i mean i get that you're in a foreign country honey you gotta get all the foreign dick you want but you're there for a wedding let's let's make sure the focus is on the wedding honey the focus should be on the wedding god getting your dick blown by some foreign German guy, honey. My God. This juicy story is called More Than Friends. This one time I was leaving a club late, like three or four, and I didn't live too far. I was with two guys who were friends, and we were all hanging just like a friend. I get back to my house and I bust out the whiskey and we keep drinking. Somehow porn ended up on the TV as a joke. Next thing you know we're playing truth or dare, take clothes off, kiss. Then things start getting a little bit crazy and in my drunkenness I had a moment of clarity 
and realized what was going on as I was getting my ass eaten while I'm sucking off the other guy. Oh my. That's all that there was? Alright. Well, that's always great. <laughs> See, when I get drunk, honey, I get crazy sexual. I get crazy sexual. I will fuck almost anything except underage kid, underage, you know, men and women. Or little boys and little girls, obviously. That's nasty as fuck. And my family. With the exception of my cousin, because he is so damn hot. Oh my god. This is Cameron. If my cousin Joey is out there, I want some of you. No, I'm just kidding. Kind of. Anyway. But yes, um, the club scene will do that to you. I've left with plenty of guys. Most of the time, they were not good experiences. But it was kind of fun when, you know, some of them would try to get me to go to their truck, you know, after we left the club or the club was closed. You know, I would go and blow their dicks in the truck beside the club. Yeah. It's, it's fun. It's really fun. Oh. I don't know what I would do to go back to the club scene, but, you know, I don't have the money anymore, you know, and I'm just, I'm trying to get my life together right now. I don't need to be blowing dick in somebody's truck, you know, on the side of the club in downtown Dallas, honey. That's just a little much for me. Just a little much. As of right now. Alright, we're going to get into this last story, which is spa time. At a gay hotel in Gurnerville, California, my partner and I were by the pool chatting up a guy in the lounge chair next to us. After light flirting, he got up to take a dip. He came back and his wet speedo was slightly transparent, revealing an impressive cock. He asked if we wanted to... If we wanted a drink, and my partner gestured to his suit and said, I'd rather have what's in there. We spent the rest of the day together and fucked three times at two different hotel rooms. <laughs> oh my god, that is so fucking funny. Oh my lord. So, y'all just met this man at a gay hotel, you know, in the pool. And, you know, he came out that water, had that dick print showing that impressive cock. Okay. I mean, I do love to see an impressive cock. Mm. Anyway, he asked if we wanted a drink, and my partner gestured to his suit. He, his partner said, I want what's in that fucking Speedo. Okay? I want what's in that fucking Speedo, so you're going to give it to me. Y'all fucked three times in two different hotel rooms? Y'all was just fucking all over this damn gay hotel. Mm. I bet them fucking residents that were staying there that night or those, yeah, that night, they were hearing y'all getting your, your cheeks clapped and clapping cheeks. We love to fucking hear it. Yes, we do. 
Any fucking way. So, y'all, that is going to wrap it up for us on this episode of LGBT Adventures. I do want to say a couple of things. It is not going to be that much longer of a wait compared to, you know, how long it was between the last episode and this episode. So, I'm going to try to be more consistent when it comes to putting out episodes for y'all. You know, it's just really hard to make time in my house with so much going on, just constant bullshit. So, I really hope y'all are... Y'all are very understanding of me and, you know, can understand where I'm coming from, you know, in the situation that I'm in. But I did want to, you know, tell y'all just a couple more things before I let y'all off the leash. I want you to remember that I hope that y'all are doing amazing. If I can make y'all laugh just one or two times a podcast make you smile at any point I did my job well because that's what I really want you know from this pod from this podcast I want y'all to be able to smile I want y'all to feel welcome I want y'all to you know relax and listen to my podcast you know relieve yourself and relax from you know work or your other you know, day-to-day duties that might stress you out, you know, kids, you know, just bullshit at work. Trust me, I know how it is completely. I work at fucking Walmart. There's always something going on at Walmart, so trust me. Hmm. Girl. Ugh. But yes, so I hope that I can make y'all smile. I'm, I'm so, 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 so ready to, you know, keep recording pods for y'all and I'm excited to see the podcast grow meet new people you know and sooner or later I will be setting up you know social media for the podcast I'm just trying to you know build my audience before and you know I might send y'all I might you know put in the description of this episode you know my Instagram my Twitter name, excuse me, my Twitter name, you know, my Facebook, I might create a Facebook page for y'all, because that's two of the only platforms, like, two only, it's like only two social media platforms I get on, which is Twitter and Facebook, I don't really get on Instagram, I, I get on Snapchat, but I don't really want that to be my, you know, my social media app where my audience is at, my main audience is at, you know, That's not something I want. Because, you know, that's... I would love to bring y'all into my personal life. But, excuse me, I yawned. But my personal life is a little too crazy right now. So, I don't know if that's a good idea. To invite y'all to that chaotic of... That chaotic side of my life, you know. When, yes, this side is chaotic, but... Yeah, my personal life side is real, way more chaotic. So 
So, I look forward to hearing from y'all. I am going to start, you know, letting y'all send me submissions, you know, via social media, like Twitter, stuff like that. But I'm excited to see, like I said, I'm excited to see this channel, this pod grow. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Yes, you heard that right. I will be recording another episode next next week. Come back to me on Tuesday. Love you. Bye, campsters. <laughs>